better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Welcome to Better Skills, Better Doctors. We are your hosts, Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso. Before we dive in, be sure to head over to tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community to join a network of your colleagues. There you can get help with your herbal medicine cases and get coached on topics covered in this podcast. Hub Community is only for those who are licensed practitioners of Chinese medicine and students who are enrolled in an accredited Chinese medicine program. Hi, everyone. If you're new to the podcast or if you're a returning listener, thanks for joining me today. There are a couple of announcements that I want to start with before getting to the episode. So first, as of the recording of this podcast, we have sold out of our next Harmonize training that will be taking place in Austin, Texas on September 15th to the 17th. For those of you who are not familiar with Harmonize, um, Harmonize teaches you a streamlined and efficient system for diagnosis, formula selection, treatment, and patient communication and compliance. No one teaches us how to practice herbal medicine in a real world, modern world setting nor does anyone teach you how to implement this into your business so that you can actually earn a living doing it. So that's why we created Harmonize. If you're interested in learning more, head over to tcm-hub.com slash Harmonize, and uh, we'll put it in the show notes as well. Also, Strategic Dermatology has been released and is open for enrollment. Uh, this is, for those who don't know what Strategic Dermatology is, um, this is an exciting project that we've created with Diana Herman of CMD Skin Solutions. And many of you already know Diana. Um, she's a highly respected and proven expert in Chinese medicine dermatology. And she has been doing this for a pretty long time, uh, 27 years to be exact. And so we're excited to have finally teamed up with her to create something what we think is pretty spectacular, and I think you would too. Uh, and that is a streamlined dermatology training that focuses on the most common skin disorders. Um, and these are skin disorders that are probably already coming into your clinic. And each condition is paired with the appropriate granular formulation that Diana has designed. Um, this training, it teaches you to correctly identify skin diseases and then match them to the appropriate pre-made formulas designed to treat those conditions. And it's all done at your own pace in the comfort of your own home or your office. So no traveling, no raw herbs, no writing formulas from scratch. And uh, we want to remind you or remind everyone that we only allow 10 sales per calendar quarter so that Diana can keep up with the demand of the pharmacy as well as uh, the demand of student questions because within this training, she answers, uh, you have the ability to ask questions directly to Diana and she will answer them directly to you as well. So to learn more about strategic dermatology, head over to tcm-hub.com slash derm, D-E-R-M. Okay, so let's get into the episode. And I think today's episode is going to resonate with many of you listening, because today we are going to talk about people-pleasing and people-pleasers. Now, as a recovering people-pleaser, I'm let you know I'm right along here with you. <laughs> So what is a people pleaser? A people pleaser is someone who feels an urge or a need 
to please others. They don't like rocking the boat, so to speak. Oftentimes, the person is unaware of this urge or need, and most often, they will exhibit behaviors to please others at their own expense. Now, this isn't an exhaustive list, but people-pleasing can look like booking patients outside of your regular clinic hours, adjusting a treatment plan based on what the patient wants and not your own prescription, not sticking to clinic policies such as no-shows and late cancellations, granting every request a patient throws at you, replying to emails or phone calls outside of your office hours, having the reluctance to raise your rates on your current patients, having a fear of dropping low-paying insurance networks, and this person apologizes a lot. And this person tends or pretends to agree with everyone. And this person has a hard time saying no. People pleasers, they'll do these things out of fear of upsetting the patient and therefore the patient no longer liking them. They're so concerned about not being liked and possibly losing them as a patient that they're willing to violate their own boundaries. Now, why is this a problem? Well, this is, this is a problem because you're hinging your comfort and your happiness on the behavior of another person. If your goal is for another person to like you or to be happy with you or to win their approval, then you're going to be running a race that has no finish line. You know, I mean, you're never going to win. This is because you cannot make someone behave the way you want them to behave, no matter how badly we want to do it, trust me. You cannot control another person's behavior or opinion or behavior, no matter how nice you are or how many things you do for them or how much you bend over backwards for them. You can do everything you can for a patient. You can throw the kitchen sink at them. You can give all the discounts, say yes to everything they want, and they can still decide to discontinue care and leave your practice and leave a bad review. Another trait of a people pleaser is they feel responsible for how other people feel. You know, people pleasers feel very uncomfortable when others are uncomfortable or unhappy, or they feel uncomfortable if they sense that others are uncomfortable or unhappy. And so they do all kinds of behaviors to try to avoid any kind of conflict and to try to fix the discomfort. Using myself as an example, If I'm working at my computer next to Michael and he's getting really frustrated or annoyed because some piece of technology isn't working right or he can't figure something out, my instinct is to drop what I'm doing and to try to help or fix the problem. And in this situation, he's not asking for help. It's my, but it's my need for him to not be uncomfortable. It kicks in and I'll derail my focus and attempt to fix the uncomfortable frustration so that I feel better. And it's actually less about making him feel better for his benefit than it is trying to make him feel better for my own benefit. So it's kind of fascinating there. And I was listening to a podcast recently from my coach and she said that people pleasers are liars. And I was like, well, that's kind of harsh, but then I thought about it more and she's absolutely right. You know, when when we are in people-pleasing mode, 
We're doing a bunch of things that other people want us to do that we don't want to do. And then we lie about it by pretending to want to do the things. We use thoughts like, this is an obligation, or this is what friends or family have to do, or this is what it means to be a friend. You know, we, we use these thoughts, we say these things to ourselves to basically guilt, or guilt trip ourselves to do what we don't want to do. And while we think that we're keeping the peace by saying yes when we really mean no, all we're doing is building resentment and animosity. All for the payoff of being liked or making sure that we don't upset the other person. And we do this usually without even being conscious of it. When we do this, you know, doing things that we don't want to do, but pretend that we want to do them, we're lying. You are a liar if you show up one way, but are actually thinking and feeling a different way. That is the definition of lying. And the worst part is not even the lying itself. You know, the worst part, the tragic part, is that you're showing up in the world as this person who isn't genuinely saying what they want to say or doing what they want to do. And so this means that no one actually sees or gets to know the real you because you're too busy pretending to be somebody else. And over time, this people-pleasing behavior, this pretending to be someone else, it can cause anxiety, frustration, resentment, and stress. And this will eventually exhaust you. You're using so much mental energy trying to make everyone else happy that you'll have very little left for yourself and your own goals. For most people, this is a lifelong behavior, so it, it doesn't just change overnight. And it can be hard because people-pleasing is a reactionary behavior. You know, so it requires building mental strength, which takes consistent, intentional practice and patience. No different than building muscular strength or cardiovascular strength. Consistent, intentional practice and patience. So something you can do right away to start to break free from people-pleasing is you can start paying attention to your bodily reactions. Think back to a specific situation where someone made a request of you or a situation where someone in your space felt angry or annoyed or uncomfortable or disappointed and you made the accommodation or you tried to fix the situation. Think back to that specific situation. What was the physical reaction you experienced in that moment? Did you feel a tightness in your body? Where was that tightness? Did you feel dizzy? Did you feel hot? Any kind of physical reaction that came up or physical reactions that came up, make a note of them. I like starting with noting physical reactions because they're more easily noticeable and describable. So starting with that level of awareness is relatively easy. Once you make note of that feeling, from here on out, anytime that same feeling comes up, use it as a cue to pause and ask yourself, am I doing this out of the genuine kindness of my heart? If the answer is no, then say no to the request. Practicing saying no is the most simple way, but not simple, but the most simple way to start breaking your people-pleasing tendencies. So start there. 
I would love to hear more about your ideas around people pleasing. If you're a member of Hub Community, start a conversation in the Ask a Coach forum and let's talk. If you're not a member, come check it out at tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community at the top of the page. If you found this episode valuable, please share it with a friend and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and considering new perspectives. See you next time. Rebecca Ong is a certified professional life coach for Chinese medicine physicians. She is not a certified financial planner, financial advisor, or accountant. Life coaching is not a substitute for therapy, medicine, or medical treatment. Anything discussed in this podcast is for general education and entertainment purposes only.